Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Manchester United versus Liverpool, the first of a Super Sunday. Right, um, yes, it was televised. Five past two, five past two, five past two. If you were watching Sky Sports adverts a lot, you probably would have seen that advert. Or on social media, you probably would have seen that advertised a hell of a lot. Um... Yeah, the big English teams, two big English teams, the two most prestigious, the ones with the most major honours coming head-to-head at Old Trafford. Um, Obviously, the last game we had was against Bayern and that was 0-0. We had no Van Dijk that game, but we didn't really need Van Dijk that game. But today, he meant that he was back from suspension and was available and um yeah it was about whether we can make a statement today by beating Manchester United in old Tra- at old Trafford something we haven't done since 2014 and 2009 we seem to have a five year period where that happens and every time we have gone on to beat them we've established ourselves as title contenders till the very fucking end and um Today was about making that in, in, intent. And um, obviously, this was our game in hand performance because Man City already played theirs and were tied with us on goal difference. But if we were to win today, it would mean that we'd have three more points, have a three-point gap to Manchester City. If we drew, it meant that um, we'd go top of the league just on one point. And if we lost, well, then... It'd be in Man City's hands due to goal difference. So yeah, um, is what. Well, when I'm gonna when I explain what happened, oh boy. Anyway, so, and obviously the resurgence of Man United. The last time we played them, we obviously sacked. They sacked Jose Mourinho literally the week after. No, the following. The following week, yeah, they sacked him the following week and got in their caretaker manager, a United legend, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And obviously there's been a redemption in this Manchester United side. They've gone in this winning run, even though they lost her PSG a couple of weeks ago in the Champions League. Um, but they quietly topped away Chelsea in the FA Cup. Um, and now it was about two juggernauts colliding and... What will give? Will anything give? Well, I'm about to tell you. So, in goal, you had Alisson, left-back, Robertson, centre-backs, um, Van Dyke and Matip. Right-back was James Milner. <laughs> Your midfield three, Fabinho, Gini and Jordan Henderson. And up front, Salamane Firmino. Yeah. So, yeah, you're thinking, what? <laughs> Milner right back. Henderson? Well, yes, the Milner one. F- oh, my days. Um, what was my, fir- when my, my first reaction when I saw James Milner right back was, what's wrong with Trent that he can't play? Because if I remember correctly, he played against Bayern Munich and played the full 90 minutes. So, why have you gone with Milner right back? So, 
my first thoughts was an injury, right? But Klopp explained in his pre-match interview that he just come back from an injury and we're trying to ease him and then we got three games in ten in ten days. I was like, okay, so <laughs> if anything, still play Trent Alexander Arnold. But um a lot of people had the idea that because of what Rashford done to Trent Alexander Arnold in the last fixture at Old Trafford, that um it would it would come into play to it would come into play today. And Milner would have that experience at right back, even though he's not a right back. Um, that doesn't make sense to me, because if you remember the fixture last season, the reason why Rashford tore, tore him, tore Trent Alexander-Arnold apart, was because he was next to Lovren. And Lovren is injured, thankfully. So, <laughs> But if you saw the lead-up to last year's goal, how Rashford scored, Lovren abandoned his space and it... And it led Rashford to do a two-in-one job. So, but you can't define a player with one after one game. Do you know what I mean? And my thoughts was Milner got skinned by Zaha against Palace. To the point where he got sent off. Till he got sent off. And, um, yeah. Why Milner right back? I don't know. And did it have anything effect on our fluidity? Well, I will tell you in a bit. Um, Henderson, yeah, he had a good game against Bayern Munich. But personally, this was the game where I felt like Keita needed to be there. The same lineup that beat Manchester United in December. The same midfield three, Genie Keita. Yeah, Genie Keita, Fabinho. I wanted to see that midfield three again. But he went with Henderson. Some people, uh, you could have some solid explanation because Bayern and all that. But Kate, we need somebody to like run and question the front three. Do you know what I mean? We don't have anyone like that yet. And we're obviously, Oxley chamberlains coming back from injury. Um, Shakiri and Kate are the other alternatives. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty much the lineup. Um and Man United were different as well. They started with uh, Mata, Lukaku. They started with Matonahe. Um I think Matic had an injury, something like that. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much their lineup. So yeah, the game starts now. Obviously, it's hostile. It's Old Trafford. Um, they're gonna be noisy. They're going to sing songs about us, obviously, uh, all that stuff. And in the first half, the first 10 minutes, again, there's nerves from both sides. Everyone's playing conservative, cagey football. Um, the first kind of incident happens about two minutes in, one minute in, something like that. Robinson does a long ball to Mane. Ashley Young is able to make up ground. He passes to De Gea, but he underhits this pass, which means that Bobby Firmino could have the opportunity to intercept it, possibly go around De Gea. Um, he doesn't, but De Gea touches it with his hand, and then it looks like De Gea is fouled about five seconds later because Bobby tramples him. So my initial thoughts were Michael Oliver, the referee, blew for a free kick, but a free kick for United but it was an indirect free kick for Liverpool 
something you don't see an indirect free kick in the professional football. Um, so yeah, this was like one minute into the game, and um, yeah, we had this. They had, we had this thing. They had this thing where Man United players were ten yards behind the wall, and Milner, Fabinho, no Milner, yeah Milner, Fabinho, Henderson were deciding how to do this, and um, Fabinho lays it. To Henderson Henderson touches it And then Milner Tries to shoot But doing all this Yeah Inside the box What do you think Is going to happen The angle is going to be Closed And that's what Man United did They closed the angle down And um, Yeah That was the First half chance Or whatever So We didn't capitalise on that Um, Did Man United Have any chances In the first bit uh, I can't really remember anything. I remember. Here's where the bizarre kind of moments. Well, what I'm about to mention happens. Um, I remember Rashford getting fouled by Jordan Henderson. And Rashford was feeling sore. He had an ankle injury or something. He was feeling this ankle badly. And he, he wasn't able to like shake it off. And um, he was looking at Ogana Solskjaer like... I may have to come off here. So you see Rashford and Lingard warming up. But Rashford's still playing on. And then um, the next incident happens now. Where Herrera... Herrera feels something. He feels something and he just goes down. I can't, I can't remember if anyone tackled Herrera. But he goes down. And it's like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is like, oh no. What's, what's going on? Now Herrera's injured, so um, he does a substitution. He brings on. Who does he bring on? I think he brings on. Um, oh, Pereira! Yeah, he brings on Pereira for, for her. Yeah, Pereira for Herrera. That was the first sub. Then Mata, about five minutes after that, pulls his hamstring. So now he has to come off. And now Lingard, who has just returned from injury, a hamstring injury, has to come on the pitch. So now you've got, uh, you got um, two subs already made by the Manchester United manager. In my head, I'm just thinking, this is an opportunity for us to capitalise. Because whatever original tactic Solskjaer had, he has to alter it. He has to alter it and think of something sharp. Because you obviously have to take off two midfield players. And Rashford's still limping. He still looked like he wanted to come off. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer told him, keep going. So in my head, I was thinking, this is like 10 v 11. Why can't Liverpool capitalise on this? I'll tell you why. Genie and Fabinho were excellent at their jobs. Cleaning up. Ball retention. Keeping the ball ticking. Jordan Henderson, however. This is why I wanted Akato or Shakiri to start. He couldn't supply that support between the front three. And all our long balls kept on coming from James Milner and Robertson. Milner will give a long ball to uh, Salah. And Salah would always have his back to the ball and Luke Shaw behind him. Anytime he tried to turn him or wiggle out his way, it'd be an overhit pass. Or Luke Shaw will comfortably tackle him and make Salah look like... Non-effective And Mane couldn't really Get on anything either And all these crosses Milner was doing 
Ah, uh, it's like we're not playing with Andy Carroll and Bateke and Bateke up front. So he's whipping these long balls, over hitting these long balls, and they're high in the air. It's frustrating, and it's like, what are you doing, Milner? This is why I wanted Trent Alexander Arnold on because his delivery of the ball is better, and also he can drive with the ball. Whereas Milner is old; he's thirty-four years old. He doesn't have the legs for it. I remember a situation when Pogba, um, Pogba was on the break. He turned Milner. Milner had to tactical foul him. And Michael Oliver got the yellow card out, and rightly so. So, and yeah, that was, um, that was annoying. It, obviously, there was no fluidity there. Also, we had a Firmino incident. Um, I can't remember Liverpool on the break. Uh, no one touches Firmino, by the way. But he just goes down. I think he rolls his ankle. Um, the staff come on. Um, it's looking like he might be able to firm it, but Sturridge is warming up in the event that um, Firmino can't play or anything like that. So um, he can't. In the end, he doesn't. He he can't handle the sore ankle. So Firmino comes off now. Yeah, this episode of Super Sunday on Sky Sports is now looking like a BBC episode of Casualty, because you've seen. Three, four substitutions happen. You've seen four substitutions happen now. And um, I was my next worry was, oh, what if Sturridge gets injured and wants to join in with the crowd? So, yeah. Yeah, I say three substitutions. You'll find out what happens. So then, um, yeah, Liverpool are unable to do anything. I remember Sturridge had a pot shot from like 35 yards. And that was our only shot on target in that first half, by the way. Other than that, we did not fret. Um, and then it was at the 35th, 40th minute where Lukaku plays a through ball that splits Matip and Robertson. And Lingard is one-on-one, but he tries to fake the keeper to come out and go around him. But Alisson does brilliantly coming off his line, grabs the ball with his hands, and Lingard pulls his hamstring again. So... By force, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had to use all three substitutions and get on Alexis Sanchez for Lingard, which tells you Solskjaer does not rate Sanchez, that he'd rather bring on a fully a half-fit Lingard than a Sanchez. So then I was thinking again, we have to capitalise. They're now fully disjointed. They've done all three substitutions before half-time. You've never seen that before. In the Premier League game, it is very rare that you see that happen. So whatever original game plan Solskjaer had, it, it scrapped, it torn apart. Liverpool, capitalise. Champions, do you want to be champions? Do you want to make an intent, make a statement? For the rest of that first half, we did fuck all, we did nothing. Second half now, and um, it's fucking more or less the same shit. You, be, you see Salah, yeah? Oh my days. I've never seen him play, if you watch this game today, I've never seen him play so abysmal, abysmal. He looked like he had no confidence in himself. It was so strange. If you, if you didn't watch this live game, I pray you, I, I hope you go and watch the highlights of how he played. Luke Shaw was comfortably just getting him off the ball. Anytime he tried to make a dribble or, or a key pass, it wasn't there. It never clips. 
it looked so sure, looked so comfortable just getting him off the ball. And then uh, uh, and and it was the Mane couldn't do anything. Everyone was just feeding him long balls to Mane. He tried to jump or or he tried to jump for a header, but he's only five foot nine. He's not gonna fucking win every header, is he? So Chris Smalling will clear it, and it it was, it was so disjointed. I was just begging for Klopp. If you if you're gonna make, and Sturridge didn't really do much impact either. If you're gonna make. These last two substitutions, do it early, do it now. Where are you having ten? But he took too long to make a substitution. Everyone, if you were on on Twitter, on social media fan bases, everyone was asking Milner come off, Trent Alexander Arnold come on, let him bomb the space, let him give him the support with Salah, um, and also um, bring Shakiri Kater on because. There's no link to the front three players. Everything's just long ball scraps and it just wasn't clicking. And Man United were able to absorb that with ease. With ease throughout the whole of the second half. Um, and then, yeah, Klopp does a substitution. He brings on... Who does he bring on? Henderson comes off, which was a, a little bit of a surprise to me. I wanted Salah off because he was that disgraceful and that abysmal. He brings off, he takes off Henderson and he puts Shakiri on. So I think we do a diamond formation. Romano is on the left, Shakiri is at CAM. Um, Genie's on the right and Fabinho CDM. And then another substitution, Salah finally comes off. And you'll never guess who comes on. Divock fucking Origi. So yeah, we've got Sturridge and Origi coming on, on the pitch in 2019. To help us beat Man United in order to secure um, a, a first ever Premier League title. What do you think was the outcome here? Did we create chances? Not really. Um, the corners we had, Milner whips them in. Um, Genie got a, a header-ish, but it deflected. Um, what else happened? There was another header with Matip. That one failed. Then Man United began to grow in confidence a little bit. And we were on the ropes. We were on the ropes from about the 65th to the 80th minute. I remember Man United had their set piece. Thankfully, when this ball was looped in, Luke Shaw whipped the ball in. Thankfully, Chris Smalling was offside for this. Mane just about managed to get Chris Smalling offside. Smalling squares the ball and Matip... Remember what I spoke about in the last episode when he cleared it, he nearly scored an own goal against Bayern Munich. Well, he nearly done it again. He, he shot this time. He shot it towards our own goal this time. But Alisson wasn't around. It was an own goal. But thankfully, the offside flag was um, done, was raised. And correctly, we got it was a correct right decision. So we got away with that. And then there was another one where in the 90th minute or something... I think Ashley Young whips the ball in and Matip leaves the ball last minute and Smalling probably thought that he wouldn't be able to get onto it because Matip would jump. So he doesn't anticipate it that well. And then, um, yeah, the ball just skips past him and it's a goal kick. So, yeah, you can tell from the 80th minute onwards that this game was due to be a draw. So for all the hype, all the Super Sunday build-up, Ends nil nil. I'm not happy. I'm really not happy. Yeah, okay. 
the positives is we're back on top of the table. Sure, great. But we've seen this story before. If you're a Liverpool fan and you know and you remember the 14 title race, this was one of those games where if we don't beat United at Old Trafford, we're not title contenders. Do you know what I mean? In the, in in 2014, we beat United in March and we made and that solidified us and that gave and galvanized us to keep going. But we never Klopp Klopp from the Klopp's lineup here. Yeah, it's it was defensive. It was fucking defensive again. He did the same thing like he did against Manchester City. Against Manchester City, he went defensive as well. He went with Milner, Henderson. He went with Milner, Genie, and um, yeah, Milner, Genie, and Henderson midfield three. Stop doing this defensive nonsense, man. As I'm glad you've yeah, there's progress. Well done. But when it comes to the key battles in the top six. Away from home, he goes defensive. Why are you doing it? United were there for the taking today. They're they all happy. They're so happy they got a point. I know they're happy they got a point. They are they're ecstatic with a point after that mid injury crisis in the first half, and we couldn't capitalize. The only shot we had on target was the storage pot shot from thirty five yards. What kind of disgrace is that? Mane terrible, stunk up the place. Salah. He was even worse. So much, so bad. I'll have to give him a 2 out of 10. He gets a 2 out of 10 from me, Mohamed Salah. I don't know what's going on. That since the turn of the, since the, turn of the calendar year, we're not playing with that. Obviously, we've, I know in 2018, we were doing this playing in first gear, but grinding results. But this time, it's just like, we're just being more complacent and lazy. Like, the build-up play is not there anymore. Everything's just long balls and forcing it. And trying to get second balls. And it's just... This ain't, this ain't the Liverpool way. This wasn't what we were doing in the first half of the league campaign. And, um... Manchester City will look at that result and be... They'll be happy. They'll be happy we got a draw. I'm telling you. The, if we were to win today, that would, that's, that's the worst possible situation. But they can cope with a draw because they'll know that they're running off fixtures. They're playing a bag of mid-table teams. A bag of mid-table teams. And they will fucking get three points with these. And they will lock, and they will beat all these teams in first, second gear. They've got the personnel to rotate and keep players fresh. So they ain't got a problem there. So I'm not happy. The clock, man. You need to stop doing these. You need to stop doing this lineup nonsense. Um. Yeah, man. For for all the hype, for all this five past two nonsense, it's another Super Sunday game built up by Sky Sports where the game ends nil nil. And United will probably take it, but um, I think Arsenal have Arsenal beat Southampton today, so they're in fifth place, and Arsenal in fourth. So um, yeah, it's not it's not it's not really great. I mean, the performance didn't convince me that we could go on to be Premier League champions. Do you know what I mean? You, there's usually a performance that you remember there where you're like, this is the one where you come back from something to galvanise. In in thirteen fourteen, it was that United 3-0 win or the Fulham 2-1 away four years ago. In the 9 it was United away 4-1. Today, today, I didn't see that. I don't know what performance I can see that's going to make us think, yeah, okay, 
But obviously, I'm not going to be too negative. The positive is we are top of the table, yes. But this now means between now and the end of the season, we have to win every single game to win the league. We have to win. There's no complacency anymore. That's why I wanted us to win this game. Um, if we had won against United, and we should have, we should have capitalised, but it would have at least given us one more lifeline. Because a month ago, it was about seven points. Now it's one point. So complacency cannot be tolerated. So yeah, um, what else do I have to say? I think we have Watford on Wednesday at home. That won't be an easy game. Watford won 4-0 away against Cardiff on Friday. So they're going to have confidence. Obviously, we beat them 3-0 with 10 men last season. Um, last season. Um, in the away fixture this season. We need to replicate that and bounce with a win. And then the week after, the game after that is the Merseyside derby. The one game Everton players will decide they want to turn up for. And we got lucky, we got lucky beating them with the Origi shoulder goal in the 96th minute of the game. But um, this time, we need to galvanise ourselves. Like, we have to win. We have to win against Watford, we have to win against Everton. So if you tell me, obviously before the game, if you had told me it'd be a draw... Before you, before I saw how things would play out, I would have taken it, yes. Seven points out of nine won't be so bad, obviously. Um, so, yeah. It's like, I'm a bit deflated. But it's like, I wanted to see something special, like a spark. And we, I, it was just so flat and luckluster from Liverpool. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the Firmino injury isn't too serious. Um, yeah. I don't really know. I don't really have much else to say, really. Wow, twenty six minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. Uh, I'm gonna call it there. Thank you guys for listening uh, to my podcast. I'm not sure if the Watford game is televised. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, if it's not televised, you will definitely hear from me in the Merseyside derby game. So thank you, thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share. I and I'm sure one day I'll talk about something. I'll talk about a win. Hopefully, it'll be the Everton game where I talk about a win. Because <laughs> I'm doing too many negative reviews about a performance. I want to talk about a win. So, that will come soon. I'm sure of it. Keep keep your heads up, fans. It's still a long 10, 10 11 games to go. So, keep the faith. Anything can happen in this marathon. We're now in the, the final leg. The home stretch. The running. The running is creeping up on us. So yeah, thank you guys for listening and cheers.